I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Tigers Are Not Afraid. Tigers Are Not Afraid is a 2017 Mexican crime fantasy horror film written and directed by Issa Lopez. It follows a gang of five children who are trying to survive the horrific violence of the cartels and the ghosts created every day by the ongoing drug war. Boys, not only are tigers not afraid, but Tom is not afraid. (laughs) I don't know what to say, Tom. I've had this from Sean and I'm like, we've obviously talked about kicking Sean off the podcast. Jesus Christ. We've done it in front of you, mate. You're in the episode. It's not a secret, mate. I I guess I put that in my egg. Well, boys, (laughs) can I add that not only are tigers not afraid and Thomas Reeds are not afraid, Sean Carney's not afraid either. (laughs) Okay. Look, I got to be honest. I... I, ooh, afraid is a big call. I think creeped out maybe is the is the greatest sort of yeah. horror feeling you get in this movie, which I was very happy about. I was very happy about it. Actually, like for many many reasons, but big big devil's backbone vibes. Yes, yeah. yeah. We actually yeah. we were talking about that as I was watching it. I messaged Sean, and I'm like about halfway through, and right. he's like, "Big devil's backbone." I'm like. Big Devil's Backbone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big old Devil's Backbone. And especially like one, because you kind of cotton on pretty early that the ghosts aren't evil to our protagonists, that they're arguably might end up being helpful. I don't know if, but for you guys, but I kind of thought had yeah. those feelings pretty early. Yes. And then there's that bit where they don't seem very helpful and are trying to pull her into a grate. Look, there is that bit. That's a good call. Yeah. But he's like, they are cheeky sometimes. They are cheeky. I think when she's going off track, when she's not yeah, doing yeah. the things they wanted to do. No, true. But ultimately true. the things they wanted to do is also what's best for her ultimately. Yeah. So it kind of works out. In Occasionally sense. they're like, we You've got that chalk for a reason, punk. You do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah use it, bitch. You've, uh, you've used two. There's, there's, there's one burning a hole in your pocket, champion. <laughs> yeah, get it on. I think going into this, I didn't know anything about it other than mm. that it had Del Toro vibes. So I probably yes. already came into it with a bit of a, well, the ghosts aren't going to be the bad guys, essentially. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah I had that. But Damo, as this is the year of fear mm. and we're choosing movies and challenging ourselves, Where'd you hear of this movie and why did you choose it? Well, part of our reason for Year of Fear was because we'd 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 even gotten some emails of people accusing us of not going hard enough on the scares. <laughs> One of which was from a listener, Johanna, 
who said, all right, enough's enough, really kind of scolded us uh, in a in a fairly rightful way. We were being soft, as we've talked about. Um, and so she kind of gave a little, a few recommendations as we often get. Uh, and this one stood out to me mostly because like I hadn't heard of it before. Yep. And she, I think she said in the email that it was, yeah, a Mexican film. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. We've obviously done some Del Toro's, these Spanish language films, but... I don't know. I'm kind of always... So many of our films are American because, you know, that's how Hollywood works. Yep. But I'm always kind of on the lookout for some extra yep. foreign films and, and getting those different takes. I think it usually pays dividends and just be like, we get something so new and interesting. So basically that was it. And then once I sort of gave it a Google and thought, well, like, well, actually... So not only does it have Del Toro vibes, it's got the big Del Toro tick of approval. So he gave it... It was his number eight in his top 10 films of 2017. Good. And then another... Uh, Another hero of ours, Kingy, wrote, uh, this is one terrific film, both tough and touching. Two minutes in, I was under its spell. It's got big King vibes, actually. Now that you say that, you think about it, you're like... Because there's those two kinds of king. There's the king where he's trying to upset you, and there's the king where he's like, "What if ghosts are magical?" And yeah, I yeah. I don't mind it when Kingy's doing "What if ghosts are magical." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes Kingy's going hard, and sometimes he's leaning into magical bullshit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see why this would appeal. Yeah, but either way, with both of them going, yeah, it's great. Plus, you like I said, I was I was on the hunt for some international film as well. So all of that combined, and I'm like, all right, perfect. We got told to watch this because we weren't being brave enough. That's that's my choice. Yeah. But then, yeah, as saying that, I don't think it's overly a, a scary movie watch. It's obviously no clumsy hammer horror, yeah. goofy fun, yeah. Uh, like <laughs> like uh, Horror Express or anything like that. This is interesting to me because so Johanna's emailed and said. You pieces of shit, basically. Yep. You haven't gone <laughs> yeah. hard enough. Watch this film. And to me, this is a film where I feel like we've been let off the hook a little bit. It does. It. In yeah. Terms of I'm happy fear. about it, to be fair. Yeah. I think it's great. Yep. Was there anything on her list that you looked at and immediately just went, no, 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 no? Uh, there was There was one. So, yeah, she sent us a few. There's, there's one that is already very much... Off of our list, which is hereditary. Okay. Oh, God, no. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. What are you doing? And then we had Relic, which, you know, I was on the fence about. Yep. Um, but we can talk about that more at a later date. And then Audition, oh. which, yeah. that's There's alarm bells in my head that that's a friend of the show, Joel Dusha special. That is that is a friend yes. of the, jo- the show, Joel Dusha special. It is also a movie based on a book that I have read the book of. Oh, I've and- heard you two talk about it before yeah, and it's, I... It's, no, that's a no from me. That's a movie, put it this way, that's a movie that my, my beautiful partner has asked wants to watch. I have downloaded oh, it for her and I have said no. I will leave the room. She can watch that on her own. <laughs> uh, respect, Tommy. Yeah. yeah, so no. You better know your limits. Is there anything higher than a year of fear? Like, what's it's, the next uh, level? Oh, oh is, it a, is it a 12 months of terror or something like that? Fuck it up. Is it, a, I will quit the podcast <laughs> if we get to that level? A decade of dread, just 10 years. <laughs> that's that's, oh, locking, that's locking us in so much that we're going to do another 10 it's years so of this hard. podcast and just watch the worst <laughs> things imaginable. Maybe that's, you know, every, every now and again we just do a... Absolutely mad month. Yeah, mad Just month. Okay, mad month. Um, or I, I'm trying to think of a, what's a word for vomit or spew or want to stab yourself in the eyes, but starts with M. <laughs> <laughs> I look to be honest. I'm mostly just happy you've come back from a decade down to a single month. So like, yeah. that's pretty good. A single month. What happened there, mate? You lost your mind for a moment. <laughs> I did. Hey, I did. I did because again, maybe I've been lulled because I didn't get scared by this movie, yeah, and right. so now I'm feeling I'm feeling cocky. I'm yeah. feeling arrogant. <laughs> I want to share this to the show and to you, yeah. Damo. Tom messaged me during the watch of this okay. mm. and was like, 
can we actually do this for scaredy Ooh. boys? And I'm like, what? I was like, what do you mean? And he just goes, not scary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tom? Not scary. And I was like, no, I had to say to him, come on, mate. It's like the devil's backbone. Yeah. It's in that wheelhouse. Definitely. Like, and I conceded. Yeah. Some of the imagery you think, yeah, like that's, it's classic, creepy, ghosty horror imagery. Um, so I think yeah. we can definitely, definitely play with that. Also, I think this podcast is going to be just me talking to myself because you're both becoming the year of fear. I don't know. You're both feeling a lot braver than you were at the start of the year. Can I just say, this is the only movie where I think I've had that reaction. Okay. And I think I knew I was having that going in. Like, I I saw, I think, your review. I saw the, (laughs) the, and I'm like, okay. And then, like, I watched the first little bit of it and it started with, like, a fairy tale, and even even the, I think the plot line describes it as a dark fairy tale. Yeah, and I was immediately like, "Oh, I'm going to be okay with I'm this." It's got yeah. it. It feels very Peter Pan, like real big Peter Pan. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, "Okay, I'm, I'm I'm on board with this." But weirdly, I had this reaction where I enjoyed all of the elements. I just couldn't get all the way in, and I mm. think because insanely, because I was like, "This is a year of fear movie," hmm. my brain went, "You need to be afraid." And then because I wasn't afraid, my brain was like, "Well." That was fine. That was that was good. But you know, there's there's more spooks to be had. I'm getting too cocky. I'm getting way too fucking cocky here. This is so dangerous. <laughs> I'll be watching audition by the end of the night. Fuck. Tom, did you give it three stars? I think I gave it yeah three or three and a half. Shocked when I saw that. Yeah. I was like, of all the shit that you give five stars. <laughs> yeah. Like I, hey. I should. I haven't said this yet. I really loved this movie. I think it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Do you know what I thought when I saw Tom's review? I thought mm. Sean and I need to bully Tom more. <laughs> Hang on. I bully him so much on our other know, podcast, How Good's Footy. Do. I know. I, I, like, I don't know if it works, but over here, maybe we need to bully him so some much, more. So much so that when the episodes end and I go home, I sometimes go, did I go too far there? <laughs> That's why I always, I always get a message from you about 20 minutes after you record, just about something else. I'm just testing the water to see if I'm okay. <laughs> just to see if the friendship has survived yeah, one yeah. more week. You're never coming out to actually be like, Hey, did I go too hard? You're like, I'll just message you something random. Oh no, and just yeah, yeah. Now look, look. Full credit. I I enjoyed a lot of it. I think I think I wanted it to be something else that it wasn't, and that's not yeah. That's not on the movie. That's on me. It's a really well made mm. film. Yeah. I recommend yeah. it. People will enjoy it. Um, like I said, big Peter Pan vibes. I think mm. weirdly, I just I, I cared about Estrella a lot, but I I hated Shine. Ooh, I hated him wow, so much. Okay. Until until about halfway through, but by then oh, well, the damage like I couldn't. That's fair enough. I couldn't really get on the journey with him, mm. and so his kind of impact and the meaning from his life and the, what he goes through in the film kind of was lessened mm. for me, which is really dumb because he's he makes some beautifully hard choices and there's some heartbreaking stuff that involving him. But yeah. just I don't know, just didn't get me there. Just didn't get me. Tom, there. are you not with him when he reveals that he's holding onto the phone because of the picture of his mum? It's the only photo that he has left. No, see that was okay. It Oof. was it was just everything else about Jesus. him. It was a bit. What's this year like, done to your I heart? Didn't mind that? Yeah, I don't know, mate. No, that's not true. I cried both times I saw everything ever all at once. <laughs> so my heart's my heart's fine. This is an emotionally wrenching movie. Yeah, like, I've got to agree. Oh, it's, it is. It is, and and I and I felt Estrella's plight mm. heaps. Morrow, beautiful oh stuff God, with yeah. him, but yeah, I don't know. Just just sh- something rubbed something about him. I just didn't like him immediately. So then that was it. I couldn't. It was. I think it was the fact that he's robbing her house so early, and he's just a bit of a dick. And I, and I get it because of the circumstances he is in. Yep. But it just I don't know. I was I was Team Estrella so yeah hard. I, yeah. I see I see what you're talking about, but like. For me, he's literally like acting dad to these three other kids, basically. Like, he's the leader. He's looking after them. He's keeping them safe in the most unsafe environment possible. Like, he's robbing her house to to look after them. And, like, 
he loves them. He tells he tells Moro that story early on when Moro asks for it. Like yep. to me, I'm like, if you need to save the cat moment from this guy, you get many, many, many of them. Like he's yeah, he's a boy trying to be a man and kind of doing the doing a pretty good job, and he's doing yeah. it for others. He's doing yeah. it selflessly as well. I think I think I also never quite forgave him for him forcing Estrella to kill old mate. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. that's to be fair, he didn't forgive himself for that either. And also, how old is he? You got to no. factor that in too. Yeah. Ah, oh, look. Again, I'm not just look. Yeah. I'm not saying that the movie isn't powerful and beautiful and all those things. Uh, you're I think a dog, I Tom. wanted it to be something else, and it it wasn't. It wasn't. It look. It's no. It's no. The Mummy starring Tom Cruise. That's sure. all. Oh my god. Okay. Controversial. <laughs> all right, Shawnee. Let's hear from you. You said you you really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I just want to add one more thing about. Um, how do you say his name? Is it Cheyenne? Shine. 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 Yeah, they're sort of saying shine or shiny sometimes yeah. as well. It's crazy. Like the out of context introduction to him mm. going up to the drunk guy stealing the gun and then like holding that trigger like he's about to kill him immediately you're like what the fuck yeah and then yeah. lady like not that long later you find out oh this guy's the drug dealer who's like making their lives shit yeah he's stealing every he's kidnapping people he's terrorizing he's murdering he's a scumbag but when you see that at the start out of context mm. you're like this kid's a fucking psycho <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what else i thought for that scene that guy put his pants all the way down oh, to the ground. I, I, am, I am so glad. I'm so glad we're talking about this. That guy deserves to be yeah. robbed because what are you doing? One, yeah. if you're doing a street piss, my pants aren't touching the ground. That's fucking no dirty as shit. That man is. Imagine, imagine you're in the urinal, right? And there's a, right. like you see the toughest gangster in the in the town. Yeah, pissing with his whole ass and balls hanging. out. <laughs> yeah, you might as well just throw, take off your socks and put them in the urinal. Like, what are you doing, oh, champ? Just a trash. Should have shot him. He actually deserves to be shot in the ass, yeah. right up yep. the ass. Not, yeah. not for like for all of the bad things he does. Yes, yeah. but definitely for, for for going the full pants off to take a piss. That's that's embarrassing. That's yeah. some little kid shit. Those little kids don't piss like that, man. <laughs> Morrow Morrow knows to keep his pants up around his waist. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yes, no, I loved it when it finished. I haven't really written a proper review for it yet. I've given it four stars, but immediately when the credits rolled, I was like, "Holy shit!" I reckon that's a four mm. and a half. And then I maybe have like thought about it a bit more and come back a bit. But I loved it. For me, I've seen a lot of references to it sort of being like um, like Del Toro-esque yeah, or like yep. the light version of Del Toro. Yeah. For me, it's like I found it was almost at the same level. Mm, I, yeah. I genuinely connected with the characters. Yep. Um, particularly, yeah, Estrella. Like she's just fantastic. Mm. Um, the villains are villainous. Like the, the aesthetic of it's great. I've seen a lot of criticism of the shaky cam and that sort of thing. But it's right. kind of like I think it fits the aesthetic. Yeah, of it the, really does. Yes. Sort of post-apocalyptic yep. almost sort of world. Yes, I think. yeah. It, it gets a bit goofy with some of the ma- like you know the the um, with the little tiger and things like that. It's, it's- when I see, I loved the magical realist elements though. That's that's the stuff that I, I yeah, was like, I oh, I'm a hundred percent on board with this. Yeah, I oh, know I liked it, but that was probably a bridge too far. That seeing that thing more than once, I was a bit like, mm, okay. By that point though, your your brain goes, this movie's not trying to scare me mm. in the traditional horror sense at all. Yeah, some of the earlier stuff when she like you know. Uses the chalk to bring her mother back. Mm. Quite creepy. Mm. But um, overall, fucking loved it. Mm. If we were to jump ahead to were we scared, I would say not remotely, yep. but absolutely haunted by yes. the extreme shit that the kids have to go through. Yeah. Just that world. and Like, it's it's haunting. It, yeah. It's kind of like, I'm still thinking about it a few days later. And that's it. And it's that, horrible. That's, that's what I loved about it. I'm like, that is another, like, there is a lot actually of Del Toro in this, the more I'm thinking about it. But like, he has that where the the situation he often has, like children in particularly, 
are so extreme and so adult and so like for us as adults, we're like, oh, I couldn't handle myself in this scenario. No. And this movie 100% fits in with that. And I think I think some of the world building is actually what is a real strength of this movie. You mentioned the post-apocalyptic thing about halfway through, Holly and I are like, you really don't see any other characters after that first scene at school except for the kids yep. and the cartel members. And like there's even a, they even get on a bus at one point. The bus pulls up. We can't see the guy in the. We can't see the, the no. bus driver in the window. The bus pulls away. We can't see him. And I just think, what an interesting. Like, I don't know if they did it for budget reasons, but I thought, and like even the street. There's no extras. There's no anything. And to me, it just like yeah, really grounded this film in that these kids are alone. There is no one else who's going to help them. Yes, they're kids. They're orphans. No one gives a fuck about them in this world, especially yep. not in this favela or wherever they are. Uh, and they're just yeah, they're so reliant on themselves. And I just thought. Fucking great. Like, what a great clear visual to give us without hitting us over the head with it. And then while we're on the visuals, some of the visuals in this movie, I just was like, holy crap. Like, I want to, that's a still I want on my wall. Like, it was a gorgeous movie. The fish in the floor. Uh, that's, yeah. That's Beautiful. so good. Just that whole house that they that they then hide, mm. go and hide out in every every location they go to. And this was the this was the Peter Pan vibe for me. Yeah, good call. Is it, yeah. There's no adults. The only adults are villains, and it's all about these kids in a weird kind of magical fantasy world that is mm. dark and evil, but also has these beautiful lights of like hope and magic. Yeah, like yeah. when they when they find the fish, when they find the soccer net, and they're drawing on all the soccer balls. Right. There's that great bit where. They're drawing the soccer balls and then Shine stabs her ball because it looks like old mate um, yeah. from earlier. Yeah. Mm. And then gives her another one with the tigers on it. Yeah, and yeah. And it's like there's just yeah. there's really nice little those little vignettes and little beats all throughout it that that kind of build this and I think it's and I actually said this in my review. I like the sum of its parts. All of the mm. little pieces I really like individually. It just didn't get me as a as a whole. But it's 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 got these really nice light moments because otherwise it would just if, if it didn't have those magical realist moments if it didn't have the fantasy if, mm. it's like Pan's Labyrinth if you didn't have the magic of Pan's Labyrinth yeah. you're watching the grimmest fucking thing of all time yeah that's it and I yeah. think there's there's a couple of things on that that I, I wanted to talk to is like you talk about like yeah the fish in the in like fish in basically a puddle <laughs> in this building in this ma- this building that does feel a bit magical like even their original hideout like you said where they're just on top of one of the buildings it, there is that Peter Pan vibe they're all kind of sleeping wherever they can but they it also there's a weird appeal to it where you're yeah. like, oh, that'd be great you with your mates. It's sort of magical. Oh, what about that that tire throne that they've built? I love that chair. Yeah, yeah. that oh, looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. But I love that it's all set in an urban environment where so often when you when you can pull off those sort of oh, this is our reality, but there's something magical about it. It's because you've tied it to nature and it's like, yeah, a dark wood feels a bit magical. Like, you know, you, you kind of go out to these these nature places and of course they feel magical. Well, this one's managed to do it in this very, like you couldn't get more urban than this. Like yeah. we barely see a tree, but it still manages to bring that wonder and majesty of nature and that sort of, yeah, that magical realism in. So I think that's amazing. I think that's so, such a great, amazing thing to pull off. And then even like the graffiti that's used around the town so obviously there's his graffiti and everything like that but you also just get these one-off shots where like it's almost an establishing shot and one it's a beautiful establishing shot it's just like oh yeah i'll take that photo that's a nice photo but then it's also got like a piece of graffiti somewhere in there that is also drawing the eye and kind of again i think feel it to me it felt like it was helping to enrich the world like whatever that graffiti was 
played into what that yeah. scene was as well. Yeah, definitely. It reminded me to a little bit of It Chapter 1. Yeah, yeah. Just in the yeah. sense that you've got the kids going through the worst possible mm. shit, but they still have those moments of just being yeah. kids. Yep. Like Tom said, playing soccer and just like having fun and then snapping back to reality when something really horrible yeah. happens. But they're never really losing. They never really lose that spark of being yes. kids. I think that's yeah. such a... I, I, yeah, that was definitely something I connected with mm. is because... Like like you said, this this movie could have been miserable. Like, and even some of the reviews I read, people had a hard time with it a little bit because they're like, "Oh, kids in this situation, that's too extreme." I already like my empathy's tapped out. But I think, yeah, what for me, it is ex- all the stuff both of you are talking about, where it's like those little moments where they just get to be kids being kids. Like, there's the one scene with the the soccer balls, like you mentioned, but then another one where they're doing like almost like an American Idol type mm. yes. thing, yeah, and it's cute. like sweet. Yeah. Get, and it's, get off my stage. Yeah, it's genuinely funny, <laughs> and like you're just like, oh, I'm so happy they get to be kids in this moment, and that they haven't forgotten how to be kids. Yeah, and I yeah, I think a weaker filmmaker uh, <clears throat> Antlers um, would ignore all that and just be like oh no this is a miserable setting we're going to pull on that as much as we can that's how i'm going to make audiences feel dread that's how i'm going to make them feel shit to their soul where this movie's like no 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 i want the opposite yes this situation's awful but hope lingers on because they're these beautiful children sorry dame i didn't hear before did you say antlers the film i said antlers that's that miserable Ah. dirty slug of a movie yeah (laughs) what a good description dirty slug (laughs) oh fuck yeah and also like the performances from those kids is incredible. Like I know I said I didn't really connect with Shine, but he's yeah. he's great. Mm. He does some really great stuff, especially as he's starting to like open up to Estrella and they start to sort of become friends before mm. Morrow gets shot. Yeah, Morrow? yeah, Morrow gets shot. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he does some really nice just little things. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And she does some, like, all of the kids, like, you look at it, the weakest actors are the adults. The kids are so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the weakest actor is probably Mr. Pants Down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, can I, I, t- I have to tell you this then, that all the child cast members had zero acting experience prior to this film. Yeah. Jeez. See, when Australia tries to do that, we just end up making shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. So, basically, they sort of cast a pretty wide net, obviously happy to take anyone whether you had acting experience or not, especially when they're so young. You're like, that's not too much of a crazy um, fact. It can be a benefit, to be honest, because then she, the director can mould them into exactly what she wants rather than little stage kids. Right, yeah. right. And then to add to this, she also um, she enrolled them in improvisational workshops Hmm. with an acting coach prior to shooting. And that's because a lot of the time it was that sort of setup where they kind of had a script, kind of didn't have a script. They really kind of go, okay, here's what your character's feeling, doing whatever, and really kind of let them play with it. Hmm. And again, like when a kid has a script and they're reading that script and they've memorized the lines and they're saying the lines like on Aussie TV, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you're trying your best to go to put some kind of feeling behind it, but mostly you're saying the words because you're trying to remember them. Yeah. So clearly she's like, well, take that out of the fucking equation. Give them some improv uh, experience prior to this. Give them the the gist of what they're meant to be feeling and then go with it. And uh, yeah, I just think it fucking plays. It plays hard. It goes, It's yeah. really clever. Yeah. It's just clever direction. Yeah. This is her first film, is that right? Um, I'm not actually so. sure. I think she had a few other others under her belt. I think this is her first horror, maybe. Oh no, she's got a she's got a few from a few movies from like 06 and 08. Um, this is like looks like her third or fourth film. Right. Were they features though or shorts? They they're all features. Um, all all oh, cool. all sort of Mexican by the looks of it. Yeah. Sort of, and a lot of comedies. Oh, that's cool. interesting. Which is really interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, pretty much from the get-go, I really loved it. I also liked little Tiger walking around. I just thought it was cute. It looked great. <laughs> What's not to love? <laughs> Boys, I've just I've just done some more detective work. And if you liked the visual imagery of this, which we all agree the direction is mm. off chops, then I'd like to tell you about a project she currently has in production. It doesn't have a title, but on IMDb it is listed as Untitled Werewolf Western Project. Jesus oh. Christ. That's, yes. Oh, that's some spicy ghost time. Yes, son. Yeah. Werewolf Western. Uh, Great. Sign me the fuck up. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. I'm, in. Yeah. I'm all the way in. If yeah. it's shot with this, If it's yeah. got the same amount of heart and, you know, maybe maybe I'll enjoy this one more. Again, I didn't hate this movie. Mm. I want to be very clear. I just didn't do what I wanted it to do. Okay. It's a Tom problem. <laughs> okay, good. Um, So I'm going to pay one more compliment, compliment though, because there was another just early scene that I thought, it, it was it was so good because it was doing so much heavy lifting in terms of setup. So obviously we have the the shooting outside the school. The kids go outside the school. Australia's like touching some of the bullet holes. We're like, oh, that's a bit extreme. And then it gets far more extreme when we see the dead body on the ground. Yeah. And then not only do we see the dead body in the ground, there are kids in the background playing limbo with the police tape who are so yep. desensitized to seeing a dead body on the ground. They're like, okay, sure. Now, how do we play? And just like, and it's great. Like that to me, that scene almost sums up this movie where you've got a genuine horror and a few feet away, kids are being kids and they're playing. And it's just like, yeah. that's a great scene. Yeah. That's like, yeah. well done for when she wrote that. Because that was, yeah. yeah, that was really, really good. It's it's also, I love that one of the motifs I love is the all the kind of weird magical things. But that one early on with the, the line of, of blood that follows oh, her yes. great yes. Shot, throughout the whole film and really good. And even even the little things that it does. So when she gets home and it goes, oh, the first thing it does is it goes over the mother's portrait and splits them in half. Mm. Yeah. Like her and her mum. And immediately mm. you're like, oh, something bad's happening. Happened. And then right. that's when she notices it for the first time and goes, something bad's happened. And then when it comes back in that heartbreaking beat right at the end, when it goes over, yeah. finally catches up to somebody and touches another person. And the minute it touches Shine's foot, he dies. It's just, yeah. it's like, ah, oh, that's it's it's such a, again, all the visual stuff is just so good. Mm-hmm. Well, even in the, the end of that first scene where we first see it, and it crosses mum's photo it finishes on the TV and it's going over the politician who we later learn yes. is the big bad boss cartel dude that needs to die. So like, even then it's, ba- it's saying, here's what we want. Here's the, here's what we're looking yeah. for. Like, Oh yeah. I just think the visual storytelling is, is great. And it's not even that you necessarily get the context when you first see that scene. But uh, I think if anything, I find that more impressive because you're trusting your audience to, to think back and put the pieces together for themselves, which like we've talked about before, but that idea of two plus two and then letting your audience find the answer of four. And I think that's a really great example of it. And for me, that definitely enriches the experience of, of watching a movie like this. I reckon you've gone low, Tom. Low with your three stars. Yeah, maybe I have. I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm an immediate reviewer. Well, you, you definitely have. Oh, yeah, i got to say you have. Yeah. As, as soon as it ended, I was like, oh, yeah, that was, that was good. But it just, I don't know, yeah, maybe, maybe three and a half. Maybe I was too harsh mm. on the three. The three feels too low for me. I was a bit shocked, I've got to be honest, because obviously you're usually a very generous, a generous reviewer. Yeah, I am. I am. Maybe COVID's cooked my brain. <laughs> a normal person three wouldn't be that shocking, but a three from you. Yeah, that's like what I four. found shocking. Agreed. So that's like a one. Well, see, you, again, you're once again making the mistake of comparing any of my reviews to any of my other reviews. Yeah, yeah which is bonkers because you're a bonkers man. <laughs> they all live in a vacuum. They all live in a vacuum. <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, well, let's, let's skip the where we scared because we've well and truly answered that. Um, did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Uh, kids, so... It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's that, that um, typical thing, yeah. Bad guys act foolishly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why would you ever try and film your boss killing someone? Right. Maniac. Yeah. yeah. Unless you had good motives for it, like yeah. I'm going to get this guy arrested or whatever. But he didn't. He just seemed to be having a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Surely <laughs> surely yeah. I thought initially that it was he was filming him as like an insurance policy. Mm. But then it's like, well, that insurance policy disappears immediately because you get seen. And then a few days later, you are dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just on the were we scared thing, just to go back a little bit. Sure. There are some really spooky elements. I think the designs of the ghosts mm. are phenomenal. The fact that they just are corpses yeah. as, as how they would have died. Horrifying, terrifying. In the plastic wrapping and everything. Yeah, in the plastic oh, wrapping. Just awful. Just so, so full on. But then like it starts off scary and then it's heartbreaking when she sees her mother's corpse again. Hell yeah. And the, the, the bags come off and she sees her face. Yeah. And the ghost puts the bag back on. It's like, no, you can't see me. Like It's yeah, like, it's really... Yeah. It's that great element of you've created a really spooky design, mm. a la a Crimson Peak ghost, and yeah. then you've just laid in a little bit of heartbreak for me. Yeah. So that's a bit fucking rude, actually. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I agree. My, my one note for the horror was like, there were times you forgot it was a horror right up until mum came back again. And then you're like, oh, yeah. shit, that's right. This is a horror that we're technically watching. Yeah. Just the little things, like when her fingers are poking out through that cup of noodles that yeah. she's talking her in. yeah. And then, yeah, when the hands are grabbing her out of the grate and any time they sort of, like, do anything and there's that beat where they're telling her she has to get the man and all of them are on the stairs and mm. everywhere she runs, they're everywhere. Like, they're really effectively designed and they are a bit scary. So, yeah. while I was not afraid because mm. I'm a tiger <laughs> and as we learn in this movie, boys, tigers are not afraid. No, no, no. Even when they are afraid, they're not afraid. Yeah. Is that they are scary. Those ghosts are scary to look at, so well done. Yeah. And yeah, I think, again, Sean, the kids make choices some of the choices are a bit wild mm. but there's some redemption in those choices now that i'm speaking about it i was like oh sean is a bit of an asshole to start with he does come back for her oh at the yeah very very yeah, start yeah. when she's stuck on the roof yeah. yeah he does come back yeah tom you're all wrong about him he's a good boy maybe he is I, yeah i gotta say he's a good boy and also also like there's the there's that element of like when a character's actions are uh, influenced by past trauma as a wound or a scar as we'd call it and like for him it's you don't even need to know the specifics of what his wound is you're like you're a kid in this environment fair enough like what Whatever. You've got scars, man.
man. Like, I believe it. And so, like, any it, for me, like, any time, like, obviously, he was a bit rude and I definitely didn't like him stealing from her in the first earlier scene. Mm-hmm. But then very quickly, I was like, oh, okay, no, you're fine, dude. You're off the hook. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Shine definitely... Well and truly earns his hero status in my heart, as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. Me too. He does have that really nice bit at the end when he um, takes the lighter and walks in. Oh, the, yeah. Love that. Like, what a shot. Room. What a great shot. Really good shot. Yeah, that like, and then the glowing of around the doorway once the fire the starts. Door. And like, I, like, I kind of saw it coming a little bit and I did not care at all. I was just like, yes, I still felt the swell of emotion when he just did that. Uh, I thought it was great. Yeah, I lo- it was a beautiful way to finish it off. I just want to go back to the scares. If I may. Please. Watching a foreign language horror film mm. makes me wish that I was fluent in every language in the world. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because I, I'm trying to think if we've watched one that has legitimately scared me. And I think cinema, mm. particularly a horror film, it's like a magic trick. And it's a lot of it is about misdirection. The Flan Man's great at it. He's always directing your eye. James Wan's the same. Horror is about directing your attention and your focus to somewhere on the screen and it becomes difficult for me. I don't know how you guys mm. go with a, a subtitled horror film. Sure. But you keep coming back to the dialogue. And so they work so hard to steer you into like trying to lull you into a spooky situation. And then you've yeah. got to come back to the bottom of the screen and read the dialogue again. And I find for me, it's they're pretty hard to rattle me, The a subtitled horror film. I'm trying to think if there's been one. I know The Wailing was quite, well, yeah. the wailing was quite yeah. frightening. I was going to say The Wailing. But that was the smothering dread. It yeah. wasn't like, I wasn't shit scared of it. I was... Haunted by it in the weeks and months after we watched it. Sean, I've got the perfect test for you. Yeah, go on. We should watch Gonjam Haunted Asylum. Okay. Uh, immediately, I hate that idea and I hate you for suggesting <laughs> it. But I also want to say, I don't think that this would be just an exclusive thing. I think occasionally I'm, I'm going to get spooked by yep. a subtitled horror film. But I just think it's a disadvantage for me because so much of horror for me is like, ah, oh, they got me because they I thought it was going to be here and it was there. It's like a safety net. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm reading a book and books are comfortable and safe. And like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I keep, yeah. Anytime I'm on the edge of being scared, I come back to that dialogue at the bottom and I'm reading again mm-hmm. and I'm feeling a bit more comfortable. And then, yeah, it's the, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What I, what I love about that is that you've, you've approached it as like, oh, subtitles, you know, means that I've got a safe space in a horror movie so you know but you're not like oh i should watch them all the time you're like no 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 no. i want to learn every language so they can <laughs> so i can't be scared yeah. and no, in that way you're, you're growing you're growing way, yeah, i believe I'm, it i'm embracing I the year of fear because i you i want these movies to have the full effect on me and they would if i didn't have to yeah. read yeah yeah, yeah yeah but also sean you have we've as we have established you're a tiger so <laughs> this movie might not have had effect on you at all it's a week by week situation sometimes i'm a tiger and sometimes i'm just a scared piss pants boy <laughs> sometimes you're a tiger and sometimes you're a man taking a piss with his pants around his ankles <laughs> hitting those ankles exactly uh, i got so confused when he's taking the gun cuz i'm like what the where is he ta- is he like rich and i'm like this motherfucker's got his pants down around his ankles. <laughs> I assume he's just so drunk that they've just slipped. That I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, and the weight of a gun as well. Actually, yeah, that's a heavy oh, gun. Yeah. 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 He's an idiot, though. He's an idiot. He deserves to everything that happens to him. He's also a piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> oh big, big time. time piece of shit. I want to I want to say kind of maybe bully two of the kids. I know they're kids <sighs> and I know they're scared. But when it, I think it's Pop and... The other yeah. one, Tuxie or something like that. Yep, Tuxie. When they try to go to the cops, when they take the uh, phone and go to, yeah. I was like, "Boys, what are you 
doing? Like you got to trust in Sean. He knows what he's he knows what he's about. Uh, I was just, I really I like I'm kind of was actually happy. Like I think that scene was in there for in case people go, why did they go to the cops? Yeah. Where to me it's like I already knew why they didn't go to the cops. Look at where they live. Look at the fact that we've seen no other people. Like yeah. To me it was there, but I think that scene was there to placate any naysayers in that sense. Any any of those naysayers are big fucking losers. <laughs> big time. Don't understand how crime right. works or yeah, the police exactly right. works. Yeah. The most shocking thing was seeing any police presence at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Where I actually thought it was going to go uh, much worse. I thought oh, the cops yeah. were going to come out, be working for the big bad. Yeah. that I think your, your thought of where it was going probably would have been better. If they take it to the cops, the cops rough them up a bit, grab the phone, chuck them in the back of the car and take them straight to the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I liked the brutality of the villain where he's he kills both of his offsiders because yeah, he's like, well, yeah. no, I, I, the deal is I am a man of my word <laughs> yeah, and I will do yeah. this. And then immediately he's like, oh, "Hang on, you guys fucked me. I'm going to kill both." Yeah, check the phone though. What an idiot! He's yeah, he's a sh- he's a shit gangster because he's like, "I'm going to do a trade with a bunch of children." Like you're yeah. a fool, mate. <laughs> One, you're yeah. a fool. Two, you go into the lair where you have murdered so many people and. Even if I didn't believe in ghosts, that is chock full of ghosts, my man. Yeah, there is no amount of money to make me open that door and step inside of that yep. death room. Yeah, that was yep. fucking as awful. As soon as he smelt, he should have shut the door. I mean, just never open the door. He's a moron. No, 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 no. And no. you get what you deserve. No, he does. He does. Yeah. Well, how would uh, how would we do in this situation? Probably badly. <laughs> Terribly. We don't have yeah. any survival instincts. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need a shine in our gang to help us uh, survive because I think we've got three fucking Moros over here. <laughs> That's what we've got. No, no, no. Even Moros brave. We've got three pops. Let's let's be real. <laughs> oh no, we're pops. Sorry, was Pop the judge of the um of the X Factor show? No, he was in it. He was the rapper. I think he was the one on stage. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he is the worst. <laughs> he's yeah, shit. He is. <laughs> <laughs> we're all yeah. pops Three poppies well, We're okay. dead None of us have We're not streetwise No I'm not fucking streetwise No 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 no, I, I think if we'd if we'd been shine and we saw him pissing with his pants around his ankles, we just would have ended up in a puddle of piss. We wouldn't have got that gun. Like we wouldn't have even uh, made it that far. I don't, we would have got the gun and shot him, but not because he did anything bad. Because don't piss with your pants all the way down. You're fucking weirdo. <laughs> That's where you draw the line. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, imagine just slotting that that gun right between his cheeks. <laughs> imagine feeling that. Yeah, shoot him in the butthole. We become the butthole killers. So here's the way we survive: is you've got to become your own fairy tale, your own fantastical story. Shine becomes the tiger. The prince finally becomes the tiger because he remembers how to be a prince, right? Right. So our story is we become the ghostly legend of the butthole bandits. That sounds bad. (laughs) Butthole bandits. That sounds bad. Yes, it does sound bad. (laughs) What we do is, though, everyone knows that if if you're taking a piss with a gun, you've got to make sure that those pants don't hit the ground because if they do... One of the butthole bandits will come and take that gun, put it in your butthole, and pull the trigger. You're destroying that town, mate. You know how many grown men are going to walk around with pissed pants just because they're afraid to unzip? Sean, heaps, yeah. heaps of them. We're going to make, we're going to be so scary that no one's going to fuck with us. We might survive by being the butthole band. I can't believe they're I've gonna taken. Start, they're going to start leaving their guns at home. It's not, it's, yep. it's not safe anymore to carry. <laughs> the, the idea that we've taken this beautiful film yeah. and and it's got to the... I should be fired from this podcast. <laughs> no, no. Uh, in our defence, we can't add anything to this beautiful story. I agree. So, I think that, So yeah. we have to go to the, to the butthole band. We've got to go stupid, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. on that, our graffiti is just drawing buttholes everywhere. That's <laughs> how he's covered in buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the bat signal. If someone sees a butt on the wall, they just piss their <laughs> pants. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Buttholes are very afraid. 
afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally quivering in fear. <laughs> well, that's all the skate talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. And I've been one of the butthole bandits. <laughs> the leader. <laughs> You're the leader of the butthole. You're the biggest butthole of them all. <laughs> if you scared listeners have any comments about this episode or would like to say hi, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Orca Trade. Stay scared, everyone. Now, you're a dog, Tom. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.